welcome to episode 11 of George's Random Astronomical Object. Every episode, I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes that object so interesting to astronomers. So let's run the random number generator. And the random number generator this week has returned its output in a bucket of water. After fishing the output out of the water, I can tell you that the coordinates are 20 hours, 46 minutes, 5.7 seconds right ascension, and negative 25 degrees, 16 minutes, 15 seconds declination. This points to the star Psi Capricorni, that's the Greek letter Psi. PSI. As implied by its name, it's located in the constellation Capricornus, which most people will probably know as Capricorn from the Zodiac. This is actually a very nearby star at a distance of only 46.3 light years or 14.2 parsecs, which means that TV viewers in the star system would currently be watching episodes of Kojak, Are You Being Served, and MASH. The star has a stellar classification of F55, that's F number 5, Roman numeral 5. It looks like FIV. This means that it is slightly warmer than, but otherwise similar to the Sun. As seen from Earth, the star has an apparent magnitude of 4.1. For reference, the brightest stars in the sky have a magnitude of about 0, and the faintest stars, visible without a telescope, have magnitudes of about 5 or 6. So Psi Capricorni is actually visible to the naked eye. If you really wanted to go look for it, first imagine that Capricornus is a warped triangle of 3rd and 4th magnitude stars with one corner pointing roughly south. Psi Capricorni is just northwest of the southern point of that triangle. To be honest, Although I've identified some of the neighboring constellations, such as Sagittarius and Scorpius, I've never identified the constellation Capricornus in the sky, as far as I can recall anyway, so I would definitely have trouble finding this specific star. One of the distinct characteristics of Psi Capricorni is that it is rotating very, very fast for a star. Just like all planets rotate, all stars also rotate. The Sun rotates at a speed of about 2 kilometers per second, or 7,200 kilometers per hour, at its equator. Psi Capricorni is rotating at a velocity of 42 kilometers per second, or about 151,000 kilometers per hour. These sound like really extreme velocities, but when you consider that the Earth is orbiting the Sun at a velocity of about 30 kilometers per second, or about 108,000 kilometers per hour, it doesn't seem too extreme. Still, Psi Capricorni is rotating extremely fast for a Sun-like star. 
What makes Psi Capricorni interesting is not that it is rotating very fast, but that it was potentially the first star other than the Sun in which differential rotation was ever observed. Even though the Sun and other stars are rotating, they are also giant balls of ionized gas, so stars do not rotate like solid planets like the Earth. Instead, for any given star, the areas near the equator and near the poles rotate at different velocities. With the Sun, it's possible to measure this differential rotation by watching sunspots travel across the face of the Sun. Measurements of this motion show that the rotation period near the equator is 25 Earth days and near the poles is about 31 Earth days. The tricky thing with stars other than the Sun is that it is incredibly difficult to make images that show any details of the star's surfaces unless they are exceptionally large stars to begin with. And even then, it takes cutting-edge technology just to be able to make relatively blurry images of the stellar surfaces. Like I indicated in the introduction, Psi Capricorni is not that different from the Sun, so it's not exceptionally large, and even though it's very close to Earth, it's not that close. So, astronomers are not going to be able to make any useful images of the surface of this star. To measure differential rotation around Psi Capricorni, Angzar, Reiners, and Jürgen H.M.M. Schmidt at the University of Hamburg, along with Martin Kruster at the European Southern Observatory, performed careful spectroscopic observations of the star in the year 2000. They specifically focused on measuring the Doppler shifting of iron and silicon in the atmosphere of the star, which creates dark lines in the star's spectrum. The shape of these absorption lines on very small scales are more consistent with differential rotation in Psi Capricorni instead of Psi Capricorni rotating like a single solid object. Very interestingly, the ratio of the rotation period near the equator to the rotation period near the poles seems to be about the same for both Psi Capricorni and the Sun, although this is probably just a really awesome coincidence. When this research was published in 2001, this was, as far as either the astronomers or I know, the first time that anyone had been able to measure differential rotation in the star other than the Sun. While multiple other differential rotation measurements have been made since 2001, Psi Capricorni will always stand out as one of the first stars where such measurements were ever made. So that was Psi Capricorni, and the location on the Earth's surface corresponding to the position of this star in the sky is the Environmental Protection Area of Guaracaysaba in Brazil. This is part of the Atlantic Forest Southeast Reserve, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it includes a broad range of exotic plants and animals, including endangered parrots, jaguars, and howler monkeys. And here is the sound of that howler monkey in orbit around Psi Capricorni. Howler monkeys, like most other species of monkeys, are incapable of making sounds in space because space contains no air. If you're interested in discussions about other tropical animals in orbit around other astronomical objects, you can visit the website for this podcast at www.randomastronomicalobject.com.
You can download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, and send me random feedback. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de, which is distributed by filmmusic.io under a CC 4.0 attribution license. The sound effects are from the Freesound Project at www.freesound.org. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 